Chapter thirty seven of Pee Wee Harris on the Trail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Pee Wee Harris on the Trail by Percy Keyes Fitzhugh. Chapter thirty seven. Hints. They showed him, as Scoutmaster Ned had told him they would do. They showed him. And Peter Piper was in dreamland. It was all too good to be true. They showed him how to track and stalk, and how to signal. Nick showed him how to make a smudge fire, and Peter was doubly sure then that Nick would win the cup. In the nights he dreamed of the winning of that cup, of Nick winning it. Yes, they showed him. Fido Norton showed him how to track a rabbit, and a small-sized pocket edition of a scout and the elephant patrol showed him, very difficult, how to trail a hop-toad. Charlie Norris showed him how to use a deadly Kodak, which Peter had never seen before. He liked it because it pulled open the way a turtle's neck comes out, and then went in again. Oh, yes, they all showed him. And meanwhile, Peter Piper kept his secret, and no one knew of his little exploit, for which the handbook really deserved all the credit. The adventure of the stolen car was now forgotten in a hundred new activities, and with it, the rope across the road, and the lantern, and all that, Sometimes when they spoke of that, Peter was troubled, but they did not often speak of it, and he did not even tell them that he was a pioneer scout. Harding and Coolidge he now kept in his pocket of his stovepipe pantaloons, for Peter Piper was approaching scouthood through the tenderfoot class. Yes, they were all busy showing him. Scout Harris showed him. Oh, yes, he showed him, but Scout Harris was too busy showing all the rest of them to do any exclusive showing for the pioneer scout and besides peter who was too new and too bashful and too awed by his companions and surroundings to be a good general mixer was mostly occupied with his hero nick vernon Pee-wee, who was a mixer as well as a fixer went on mixing and fixing and soon he performed his greatest of all fixing feats probably the greatest fixing feat in scout history perhaps the greatest fixing stunt in the history of the world but peter was satisfied to laugh at Pee-wee with the rest of them with that bashful, hesitating laugh which endeared him to them all. It was natural that he should follow Nick Vernon about the island, for everyone liked Nick, who was quiet, humorous, modest, and withal very resourceful and skillful. He had a kind of contained air, as if he knew more than he gave out, in contrast to Scout Harris, who gave out more than he knew. A bantering, off-hand way he had, as if all the things he did, and he could do many, were done just to kill time. Skillful though he was, he did not take himself too seriously. Everything he did he seemed to do incidentally. He would wander aimlessly in some triumph. Going tracking, they would say? Guess so, he would answer. He never made a fuss. The general impression that he gave was that scouting was a good enough way to while away a summer. Peter Piper worshipped at the shrine, winning scout personality. He hoped that his mother would allow him to stay for the finish so that he could see Nick receive the cup. He watched jealously, anxiously, the stunts of the other scouts, but none of them could be mentioned along with Nick's signaling. One morning Nick sauntered down to the shore, Peter with him. Going to wigwag, they asked him. Maybe, if there's anyone to wigwag to. No use talking if there isn't anyone in town to listen. Scout Harris talks whether there's anyone to listen or not, one said. "'Shall I bring the card to wigwag with?' Peter asked. "'No, don't bother. Got some matches? Never mind if you haven't.' Peter ran back and got some. 
if you're signaling tell them not to hurry with the school we can wait scout harris is giving us an education he's going to move the lake tomorrow he's a queer duck one of the parties sprawling around the tent said as the two made their way down toward the shore who pete no nick jiminy it always seems as if i don't know as if he has something up his sleeve it's his arm commented a joker maybe he knows about a mystery pee-wee said maybe there's treasure buried on this island there'll be some scouts buried on this island if we all die laughing at you another scout observed come on let's dig some bait nick did not decide what he was going to do till he reached the shore that was just like him peter was all excitement are you going to signal he asked nick often signaled over to town and sometimes he got an answer for there were other scouts over there he did it just for pastime usually it was the wigwag that he used but on this morning noticing the dried leaves all about he said we'll try a smudge that's pretty good sport morse code you know he looked about half interestedly and began kicking leaves into a pile peter doing the same if nick had any particular purpose in this business at least you would not have supposed so he seemed as aimless as a butterfly are you going to ask about school no laughed nick dragging some leaves with his foot there's no school for a month we know that if you know a thing you know it isn't that so i don't know many things no well get some water in your hat here take mine these blame scout hats are made to hold water peter brought some water which nick poured over the leaves now haul that old raft up here and we'll hold it up we'll just say hello to be sociable show the town we're not stuck up they held the old raft of about the area of a door slanting sideways over the leaves and nick showed peter how to manipulate it so as to control the column of black smoke arising from the damp leaves peter was greatly interested even excited over this new kind of signaling he was not quite as careful as he had been in talking with scoutmaster ned make one long one first to call their attention he said quite aroused by the novel enterprise yes said nick half interestedly apparently who told you that i i just knew it i know now let me do it it's easy only they have to be careful over there that's the hard part i hope they have a one of those books over there and then maybe i hope they keep it open at page two hundred and eighty four let me try it ned gave you one of those books no i i saw one hmm well let's get busy with a message pete nick vernon did not seem greatly interested in where or when or how peter had seen the handbook nor how he happened to remember page two hundred and eighty four but one thing nick vernon knew was a reflection on scoutmaster ned and just exactly like him and that there was not a single copy of the scout handbook on frying pan island End of chapter thirty seven